in the midst of the mayhem of our life, when things feel like a battle, we can't actually trust in Him and not be afraid. When you fear the Lord, you actually like get free from fear. Wisdom and the way of God is providing security. It's the thing that everyone's looking for. It is the very thing that people are looking for. Yeah. yeah. And and one of the verses even says something about sleep. And seeing how big He is and how small we are then seeing how like intimate he is and how he's in like the details of our lives. He's just the all wise God. I don't know how to explain it. I'm just, I'm, I don't have words for this. <laughs> I don't have words to describe the, in being in awe of God. Mm. He does that. You know how sometimes it feels like everything's chaotic? You're just not sure what to do. Like maybe the fabric of the universe is unraveling or like your mind is a battlefield and you're not sure which way to go. Maybe you simply wish that you had some better directions for living life outside of Babylon. This podcast is designed to help you clear your head from the fog of the battle that so often creeps into our minds and hearts. Our heart for you is that you develop clear thinking and get direction, get biblical clarity that leads to discernment about culture and life, emotions, passions, and a bunch of other important issues to find your way out of the fog and live a life that is grounded and engaged in the way of Jesus. This first season, we'll focus on the book of Proverbs and consider several questions. What is Proverbs? Why is it important today? What's its basic message? What is wisdom? Can we know it and apply it today? I'm Jim. I've invited some friends of mine to join me at the table and learn together to reclaim and engage Proverbs. The dream in our hearts is that you and a community of people like you would join us. Okay, so I'm here with Alex and Nicole. I'm super excited to have you guys over sitting at the table, studying the Bible together. This is fantastic. So yeah, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you're from, what you're doing, what you've done recently. Yeah, so uh, like Jim said, I'm Alex, my wife Nicole. We uh, have got married in 2021. Our two anniversary is tomorrow, which is amazing. Yeah. And so right now, um, I'm actually a chiropractor practicing in Smyrna. We recently, in the last year and a half, have done some missions work with YWAM and um, just like Bible schools in the area, mm-hmm. and so it's been it's been fun to you know dive into the text in an inductive way and just like yeah. get to engage with other people with it and I'm excited for today. Yeah, yeah. So you guys have actually been studying the Bible for a school year, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. See, that's that's really intense. That's actually how we got to know each other, aside from going to the same church, Mm -hmm. but it's been a lot of fun getting to know you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Jim dropped some wisdom on us, (laughs) teaching Proverbs. I did this. That is the beginning of why I started this podcast. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Because I was like, I get three hours for, three hours for Proverbs. That's not enough, you know, just barely enough to like get you guys oriented to it. Mm -hmm. And then I thought, oh, we got to do more. Yeah. So let's just record it, and anybody can listen to it, and maybe it will pique some interest, and people will want them to follow along yeah. and study God's Word and use this as a launching pad. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. Love that. So now, I don't exactly remember where you guys are from. I think I do, but where are you guys from? Um, I grew up in New York and went to college in New York and then came down to Georgia for chiropractic school and have been here ever since. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm from Detroit, Michigan. 
Michigan. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was thinking Michigan. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We're both northerners. Yeah. And the south has got us now, so we are we're anchored down here. It's good. It is good. I'm glad I you're here. Like it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you've made it through that terrible winter that we just had and yeah. had to suffer. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. your family back home was digging out of snow. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you mentioned your chiropractor. You guys meet in chiropractic school? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Actually, okay. through a Bible study on campus. Really? Yeah, we had some some faithful friends who invited us, and we were in different parts of uh, our chiropractic schooling. So I was about a year further ahead than Nicole, mm -hmm. and so um, we would just see each other in Bible study on campus, just engaging, reading the Word, and learning about the Lord. And then I asked her out, and the rest is history. Mm. Mm -hmm. It's a good story. <laughs> yes. And you got married two years ago tomorrow. Yes. That's awesome. Before we get too far, um, I want to ask you both, did did you grow up with parents or grandparents that had proverbs or sayings or things like that, that when something would come up, they would say it all the time? Hmm. Well, the only one that I can think about is um, when I was growing up, we had a pool in our backyard, and whenever I'd ask my dad to go, if I can go swim in the pool, he would always say, Okay, but just make sure you only stay on the dry side. And that's like the one that stuck with me. <laughs> nice. So that's that's a good dad joke. Good yeah, dad. yeah. But it, it was a repeated dad joke. Okay. So yeah. I remembered it like twenty something years later. Right. Only on the dry side. Yeah. Not, not even really sure what he while, means there. It took me a while to figure it out. So were you little when he started saying yeah. that? Yeah. And you're just it didn't even make like, sense. I don't I don't understand how I can do that. <laughs> So in a way, it was like a proverb because a proverb often kind of stands you up and you go, okay, I have to think about what that means. So yeah. Your dad's one's a little silly, yeah, but mm -hmm. that's the point of a proverb and a saying. Right? I mean, it made me think for years until I finally realized he wasn't serious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We had things like that with our kids. We would, um, we would like mix up letters in sentences and instead of saying, take a shower, we'd mm -hmm. say, shake a tower. Shake a tower. Nice. <laughs> And our kids, they knew what we meant, and they did it. They took a shower, but it wasn't until one of them went off to like camp and said, I'm going to go shake a tower, and everybody <laughs> looked at her. <laughs> it felt kind of bad for her. Things that dads put in their kids' minds. But Nice. That's kind of what happens with Proverbs. The book itself is it's written from a father to a son, and the whole idea in Hebrew poetry in this book was to get people to remember things. Yeah. So we missed some of that. Because we don't speak Hebrew, yeah. but you can still pick up some of the the way that things are put together to be memorable. Mm. So, you guys had a a passage. I forget what I told you. You said Proverbs three. Proverbs three. Okay. Yeah, yeah that's a long chapter. <clears throat> yeah. What I didn't do. This is kind of tricky. I didn't tell you where we're going to focus. All right. Okay. Uh, there are several different poems. In chapter 3. And we're going to focus on part of one of them. Okay. Verses 13 through 26. To me, it's important for us to study Proverbs in this day and age because they've just been exiled to Babylon. They've been under the thumb of other gods mm -hmm. for 70 years. And then they're sent back. And rather than re-give them the law, God gives them this edited version of the Proverbs to show them how to find their way in the world that they're living in, coming out of Babylon, but also so they could recognize the righteous one, Jesus. Mm -hmm. 
That's good. Yeah. You read 13 to 18, mm-hmm. Nicole. Uh, Alex, you read 19 and 20, and Perfect. I'll read 21 through 26. Sweet. Happy are those who find wisdom and those who get understanding. For her income is better than silver and her revenue better than gold. She is more precious than jewels, and nothing you desire can compare with her. Long life is in her right hand. In her left hand are riches and honor. Her ways are ways of pleasantness, and all her paths are peace. She is a tree of life to those who lay hold of her. Those who hold her fast are called happy. The Lord, by wisdom, founded the earth. By understanding, he established the heavens. By his knowledge, the deeps broke open, and the clouds dropped down the dew. My son, do not lose sight of these. Keep sound wisdom and discretion, and they will be life for your soul and adornment for your neck. Then you will walk on your way securely, and your foot will not stumble. If you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, your sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden terror or of the ruin of the wicked when it comes, for the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. Okay, so you guys have already mentioned some things stood out to you. What stood out to you as you were reading it today, and then what stood out as we were just reading through it then? Yeah, so for me earlier when I was just reading this, the thing that stood out to me was like God's wisdom in creation and really just kind of like how wisdom is isn't just like making right or wrong choices it's like wisdom is something deeply spiritual and has been there from the beginning Mm -hmm. and so it's like how does God's God in his wisdom give us wisdom and how do we interact with the Lord in order that we would just not just be like, all right, what's the right or wrong decision here, but really engage with God spiritually and like, okay, what is wisdom? It's just, I just know it's so much deeper than I'm understanding it. Yeah, it's deeper and I think, I hear you saying it's bigger too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so it's giving me perspective of like Mm -hmm. wisdoms. Mm -hmm. It's like, I kind of fear the Lord of like, we're small, God is big, Mm -hmm. he's all wise. Nicole, what stood out to you? Um, in the in the verses thirteen through eighteen, I I was really struck by the thought of like happy are those who find wisdom, and that it's better than gold and better than silver, mm. more precious than jewels. Nothing that you desire can compare with yeah. her and with wisdom. But then in verse nineteen, it says that the Lord by wisdom founded the earth, and so in connecting that, it makes me think like, oh, there is nothing better than finding wisdom and wisdom is only found in God. Right. And it made me reflect on my own life to think, well, is knowing God more precious to me than silver and gold and anything that I desire, any job or like money or house, anything that I desire is knowing God actually better to me and more precious to me than, Hmm. than all those things. Wow. Wow. That's good. Uh, what questions did this bring up? Um, well, this the question that was brought up to me was, I'm wondering why wisdom is personified as a her, yeah. when in reading it, I'm thinking that wisdom is reflecting that God is wisdom. Right. Right. That's a good question. You're actually the first person to ask that so far. Okay. Yeah. 
Why is it personified as a, a woman? But I think it's a feminine word. Oh. So we don't have that in English, but you guys know enough Spanish to know there's masculine and feminine, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a feminine word. And then there's also later on in this uh, whole section, uh, Proverbs chapter 1 through 9 is a whole prologue. The, the, the editors are putting this together like an epic story. And you start at chapter 1 and you kind of get the introduction and you get the, the main verse. And then you, you read about all the, the sinners and you, you know they're the bad guys, but you don't know really specifically who the bad guys are. And then there's a speech from wisdom. Anyway, it goes on and it, it kind of culminates at the end between two different um, competing women, Lady Wisdom and Lady Folly. Hmm. There's probably other reasons, but that's a really good question. Does that answer well enough? Yeah, 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 I think it does. Yeah, now what it, what is it not saying? The scripture's not saying that wisdom is in addition to God. It's not another God in right. the pantheon, right? right? This yeah. is not this is not Jesus mom mm-hmm. or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. I did have a question on God's wisdom and creation of like when you when I read uh, the Lord by wisdom founded the earth mm-hmm. and by understanding he established the heavens it's making me think back to like alright the creation story Yeah. and I wonder if like the, the reader would have been thinking oh creation story yeah. and so I'm gonna I wanna know how these things connect yeah. and I can draw like you know kind of connections but I want your thoughts on like how does wisdom connect in the creation story yeah so were people who are reading this thinking about the creation story I think so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. This book was used as a, I'll say a primer. You know, it's like the basics. Kids were taught the Proverbs, and they were taught to memorize them from their by their parents. So it, it has a lot of the basics in there. But, yeah, it retells the story. It talks about the creation. It talks about um, sin, sin entering the world. It does talk about how can we be... How, how, what are we believing that we can be rescued by? Mm. And it does talk about eternal life. It even talks about that in one of the, the verses that's in this passage. Mm-hmm. The tree of life yeah. mm-hmm. um, is, a, is a reference to eternal life. Yeah. Mm. Right? That's also in the creation story, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. So it's like a lot of the Proverbs are like directly connected to the Old Testament literature. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Because bringing that to light when you like now that you describe it, now I'm like seeing it way more in just the text we're reading. Yeah, and it's that way as you as you learn to read the proverbs, you learn what all the what are their all the references are and who the I can't think of a better term than the characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wisdom is a character in the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, my son, the son's a character. The father's a character. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's cool. All right, well, I. I, I saw quite a few things as I was studying through this today. Um, one of them has to do with this this repetition of, uh, you see in verse 13, finding and getting. And verse 18, lay hold and hold fast. And then verse 21, do not lose sight, keep. All those verses make me ask this question what are we 
what are we seeking? What are we trying to get? Money, status. Yeah. I think they're trying to get comfort. Mm-hmm. I think they're trying to, you know, find find who who they are, what's their identity, get their mm-hmm. approval, get a sense of who I am and, yeah. and what it is that I'm here for. Well, this yeah. this poem speaks to that, but the whole book does too. Mm. You mentioned a minute ago, Nicole, that it was talking about like the value of wisdom or yeah. that it was worth something. I think that really strikes at what this is mm-hmm. getting at, this particular poem. It's the fourth lecture. So I mentioned that there's collections. There are 10 mm-hmm. lectures in the prologue in the first nine chapters. There are different speeches by wisdom, different introductions to terrible, you know, people. So you really get to know things. And then chapter 10 is where you start getting into what we typically think of of Proverbs that are really short and pithy. Mm -hmm. So this is laying out this whole story. And in that story, uh, there's been a call to the the son. Mm -hmm. And if you you circle my sons all the way through Mm -hmm. the first nine chapters, you see that's a refrain. And we've got one of those in verse 21, right? Yeah. My son, my son, my son. It's he's introduced to these people. He's been introduced to wisdom, and this is the second time that the wicked are mentioned. Mm-hmm. Oh, would you think that maybe this could be like a call to God's people to be set apart from those around him? Oh yeah. Because in even thinking back through the Old Testament, there's so many verses of like you are to be holy to the Lord, and like mm-hmm. you are my people, and I've called you, and you're yeah. mine. And having mm. wanting God's people to be set apart, and now He's saying, "My child, do this." He's saying it again, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, the first time that wisdom talks, we kind of skipped over it by telling you to go to chapter three. But wisdom stands in the streets and she she yells. She's perpetually mm. calling the people in the streets, "Come, come back to me, come to me," right? Yeah. And it's a refrain all the way through. So I think it's a sense in which, you know, the whole story of God's people is that God would call them, he would rescue them, and they would follow for a minute, and they'd fall away. And that cycle happened over and over and over and over and over and over again. And then finally they were exiled. Mm-hmm. And now they're coming back. Yeah. And it's the same thing. Yeah. Wisdom mm-hmm. is worth something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it makes you think what Nicole mentioned is so relevant for today, too, because, like, these are people who are probably trying to find their identity and, like, surrounded by all these other nations and people and, like, who who even are who even are we anymore? Right. And so they probably have people that are, like, adorned with gold and silver and fine jewels. And if they're like, well, for, like, these people, maybe we'll have an identity. Yeah. And that's the same thing we, we deal with today with, like, all the, you know temptations of the world and desires of the world we have now so it's like god's still calling us to be set apart as his people now as they were set apart then and i just think that's really it's really good yeah um but the the first section the one that uh, that you read nicole is really talking about the worth of wisdom to all of humanity there's a pronoun there in it's the one right yeah. it's a human being anyone really happy or blessed or rewarded is the one mm-hmm. who finds wisdom, the one who gets understanding. Nothing you desire is, it's a general you. It's not mm-hmm. just specifically you, my child. Yeah. And so it compares then, and has a couple of different ways 
we talked about silver and gold and jewels and uh, long life is in her right hand and her left hand are riches and honor. Now that's a really interesting phrase. Notice this as you're, as you're reading Proverbs that often the author will talk about the whole of things by just talking about two things. Mm-hmm. And we do this in English, right? So right hand and left hand is a way of talking about your whole life. Hmm. He does it again, too, in um, verse 19. He founded the earth and established the heavens. So earth and heavens, it's all of the cosmos. So both of these use that figure of speech Hmm. to give us the thought of our whole life. We're offered uh, life and riches and honor. They're both gifts of wisdom. Hmm. They're not something that you earn. Mm. Right? Yeah, that's good. Her ways are ways of pleasant. There's that theme of ways and paths. You see it uh, again in verse 23. You will walk on your way securely. As you look through and you read through Proverbs, you'll see a lot of references to way and path and way and path. Mm. Why is that important that we talk about the way Mm. as we're reading through Proverbs? What comes to mind? Well, the first thing that comes to mind, obviously, is Jesus, because mm-hmm. uh, he declares that he is the way. Yeah. Um, and I also think there's just a lot of, uh, like, anxiety around direction mm. and where where you're going in life and what's next. And yeah. even in our lives, you know, there's always, like, the thing of, what's next? Where are we going? What's the season have for us? What turn do we make? Yeah. And I think there's just profound wisdom in, you know. Yeah following Jesus to direct you because he is the way. Yeah, recognizing that there is a way is vital for us. Mm-hmm. And this, I just had the thought as you were saying it, what did all the people who knew Proverbs think when Jesus said, I am the way? Mm-hmm. When they had all these poems memorized about the way, the way of mm-hmm. wisdom, the way. Did they recognize? Oh, I think they did. I think some people got mad, mm-hmm. right? And I think other people were like, oh, you're the way? Well, this is really different. Wisdom was the way. Yeah. Wisdom and understanding was the way. So there's this, there's this question that grows as we read the Proverbs. It's like, who, who really is wisdom? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, this is a very compelling character for us to get to know. It's mm-hmm. like you said earlier on, it's a lot bigger and a lot deeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, her ways are ways of pleasantness. There's a kindness about her ways. She is a tree of life to those who lay hold, and those who hold her fast are called blessed or happy. So the tree of life, that is a direct reference to the the garden. In ancient Near Eastern times, that had to do with healing in the present and eternal life into the future. Mm. So wisdom is the tree of life. Hmm. Mm. Is a, tre- a tree of life, not the tree of life. And then... Um, I can't skip over the fact that verse 19 and 20 shows the worth of wisdom to God himself. Isn't that fascinating? Hmm. Yeah. So in the big picture here, the father's trying to show the, the son the value and the worth of wisdom. And he says it's for everybody. It's even valuable to God himself. Hmm. He founded the earth and established the heavens. He's talking about everything, right? Mm-hmm. And the the deeps are 
you know, the 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 sea yeah. and the the dew. That's everything again. It's another yeah. one of those figures of speech where it's like the whole cosmos mm. has been has been made by God. This is one of the places where the idea gets introduced that God created and founded everything. He established the way that all things work. Mm. He didn't just set it up mechanically and walk away from it. Mm. But he set up the way that things work physically and interact together, how things work morally and how things work spiritually. Mm. And he has established that at the beginning. So there's the beginning of life, there's the maintaining of life, and there's the renewing of life. So he sustains everything from the dew that comes from above and from the deeps that come below. It's really very, very broad. Yeah. Yeah. This keeps getting bigger mm-hmm. and bigger mm-hmm. and bigger. Yeah. It makes me, it makes you think of, like, I think it's like one of the first verses in Proverbs. It's like the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And it's like, mm-hmm. the more you dive into Proverbs, the more you see how big I feel like God is and how small we are. And it's just like, it's like, it's like, whoa. You just stand in awe of him, of how he did that, right? And how he does it, and how he created all these things, and yeah, yeah, that's great. So true. So good. It's a little overwhelming when you think about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't. It doesn't just stop there. It's not just for everyone. It's not just for God. It's also for the Son. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think this is where things get get on track here with the with the son the father talking to the son don't lose sight of these keep sound wisdom and discretion and what does it give you what does it say there in verse 22 they will be life for your soul and an adornment for your neck mm-hmm. that's a repeated set of ideas yeah. multiple times throughout the prologue like treasure these wear them like a crown wear them like mm-hmm. you know uh, like a medal around your neck. Yeah. 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 And here's why. I think this is really something you mentioned a second ago, Alex. It really gets to the idea of security. Mm-hmm. That is the thing that verse 23 and 24 and actually all of them, 23, 24, 25, and 26 are about. So verse 23 to 26 get to the question of what way are you on and how can you tell what way are you on? That's good. Mm. This makes me think of like what when you ask the question, what are people seeking after today? Mm-hmm. And I do think that people today seek security. But in this passage, it's telling us that wisdom and the way of God is providing security. It's the thing that everyone's looking for. It is the very thing that people are looking for. Yeah. Yeah. And and one of the verses even says something about sleep. Mm-hmm. Like there's a way that God made everything to work together. Mm-hmm. You know, the promise in Romans 8, 28, that God works all things together for those that love, yeah. love him and are called according to his purpose. I didn't say that exactly right, but it's pretty close. <laughs> I knew the reference. You know the reference. Yeah. Um, that's the that's what this is talking about. Yeah. Right. That in the midst of the 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 mayhem of our life, when things feel like a battle, we can't actually trust in him and not be afraid. Yeah. 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 Mm, that's good. I love the makes me think of like 
like the other point I was saying about like a fear of the Lord and seeing how big he is and how small we are, but then seeing how like intimate he is and how he's in like the details of our lives that like when you fear the Lord, you actually like get free from fear. Right. So it's like such a contrast, but it's like of God and it's like, it's just, he's just the all wise God. I don't know how to explain it. I'm just, I'm, I don't have words for this. <laughs> I don't have words to describe the in being in awe of God. Mm. How he does that. That's great though. Yeah. Yeah. That's what's so great about the rest of the book is that it, wisdom is a type. Wisdom is a model. It's an example of Jesus when he came. Mm. There are other examples in the Old Testament of what Jesus is going to be like, right? Mm-hmm. There's the ark, right? That's like Jesus. That's a type. There's the temple. That's what Jesus is like, but it's not Jesus. Now, mm-hmm. so is it? do we need to throw out wisdom because now we have Jesus? No, no. We get to, we get to keep it all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wisdom is a, a, a pointer. It's a sign of Jesus to come. And then when we see Jesus, we also then appreciate what wisdom has done. Mm. And we put our faith in, not in the wisdom that's going to give us riches and honor, but we, give us, we put our faith in Jesus, the one who fulfills what all wisdom was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I have... I am always interested in how because you mentioned like you know Jesus is a type mm-hmm. of like like wisdom um, and there's so much of how Jesus lived his life that would have pointed people to back to like the Proverbs and like the way and like the treasure and yeah. the kingdom of God is like a treasure in the field Jesus is the way and the truth the life yeah like it is good to make those direct connections yes it is looking in the Proverbs and seeing Jesus in them. Yeah. And also knowing that the differentiation between the two, like you were explaining as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So what's, what has become clearer to you guys as we've talked tonight? Well, I think something I can take away from this is that as we, as our world continues to be more and more secular and we continue to feel more and more outside of culture um, that regardless of what's going on around true security is found in God that's right mm. yeah that's good that's good yeah and this for me I just see what becomes clear through this conversation is just seeing just seeing God in, in the text you know just like you you read the text and you're just trying to like know the text and interact with it and like understand as much as you can but like you miss god you just you just what are you even doing you know (laughs) so it's like good point (laughs) yeah and so i like in proverbs and in dissecting it and seeing the different characters and seeing like the stories pointing back to to old testament writings and then seeing the proverbs pointing forward to new testament writings and seeing the character of god infused within the book of proverbs i think it's just gives clarity on like the entire entire bible mm, that's great so thank you for clearing some stuff up for us yeah we, it's we a joy that. yeah <laughs> it's a real joy mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. that's the desire that's what we wanted to do Amazing. yeah 
So if you were if you were talking to someone about what we've done here, what would you say to them who are considering joining the conversation about Proverbs? I would say that it can seem intimidating. Like, what is this even saying? But, like, God is faithful to meet you in the text and through relationship and, like, reveal Scripture to you and just, like, stepping into it and being willing to engage in the conversation in order to get revelation on who God is and what the Word is saying. That's good. Anything to add, Nicole? Yeah, I would say that I think Proverbs can, depending on the person, it can be a little overwhelming because it's a little confusing at first. Um, and all these different sayings and Proverbs that make are written to make you think, you yeah. know, and it's it can be a little overwhelming, but I think that um, having the conversation and getting to understand the the Proverbs is really amazing and um, just leads people closer to Jesus. Hmm. That's good. Yeah, amen. Yeah. It's like we were meant to read the Bible in community. How about that? How about yeah. that? <laughs> what an idea. Uh, yeah. The Lord in his wisdom. The Lord in his wisdom. He has a plan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's really good. Well, really appreciate you guys coming over, yeah. sitting around the table and sharing this time with me. It's been really great. Yeah, yeah thanks for having us. We're so grateful you. to be able to do this with you. You bet. Yeah. Would you do us a favor and like, subscribe, and or share this podcast with a friend? We would really appreciate it. And if you take a minute and let us know what you think, that would be great. You can find us on Instagram at Out of the Fog Proverbs or email us at Out of the Fog Proverbs at gmail.com. Thanks so much. Looking forward to our next time together. <laughs>